that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with the executive director and CEO of the Jefferson Council on Aging, Al Robichaux. Big Al Robichaux is going to tell us about uh, what kind of issues the elderly are having signing up for the COVID test, if there are any issues. And we'll also talk about elder abuse, and we'll talk about the services that the Jefferson uh, Council on Aging actually provides. So make sure you stick around for my conversation with Al Robichaux coming up right after this. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game, you can't even tailgate, so what you gonna do? Go fishing! Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on lasaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you gonna catch? Where you wanna catch it? How you wanna catch it? All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing! Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in? Just sign up on lasaltwater.com. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem. Home Team Elevation. End the worry. Stop insurance rate hikes. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. or go to hometeamelevation.com. If you find yourself near Metro Road or on breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. If you find yourself in Kenner at breakfast time or lunch, you should make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chalmette, the best bank uptown, make a pass by the Blue Line Sandwich Company. Chef Brad McGee uses fresh from the farm ingredients, makes his own corned beef, conchon de lait, and a jam in a day. Custom catering, dine in and carry out or let waiter bring your sandwich straight to you. The Blue Line Sandwich Company, 2023 Metro Road, a block off of Bonneville. Call Chef Brad at 504-309-3773. Okay, so we're talking with Al Robichaux, who is the executive director and the CEO of the Jefferson Council on Aging. And I know that because I asked him just before I started recording this thing. What, what, what's your title? You know why? Because I'm lazy and I didn't look it up. But that's, that's okay, because uh, I did my homework, my due diligence, by actually having Al on the show. So how's it going, Al? How's, how are things over there, by the way? They're going great. We're operating every day. It's not quite as normal, but we're getting out the meals to the seniors, which is the most important thing right now, to make sure that seniors are receiving their meals. What is... What is... <laughs> since the pandemic hit this is all oh this is the new normal like my wife and i are working out of the house like i'm i'm recording i have a small studio in my house uh where i do the spudcast and i do commercials and such from and my wife works out downstairs so we're like constantly uh tippy around each other during the day while each other's work but so f that's our new normal uh i don't know if we're gonna want to go back to another normal um but what was the what was the normal normal before the new normal showed up? Well, the new the old normal was every day we had ten senior centers open, and that that's very important for seniors to avoid social isolation. Mm -hmm. And as of I think it was March seventeenth or nineteenth, we got the directive to close all senior centers, and we did. So since March, ten months, the senior centers are closed. 
Now, as far as the office, uh, the new normal here, the old normal, was that we worked from May 30 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. Now, of course, we're limiting the number of staff members at one time. We're alternating uh, schedules so that we have uh, half the staff in the office at mm -hmm. one time to prevent contamination or prevent uh, spreading the virus. So uh, we've been pretty successful in that regard. So we've had a few staff members test positive, but for the most part, it has not affected the operations of our agency. How, how many staff members do you have total? We have approximately 150 uh, staff members, mm -hmm. uh, and that includes meal delivery drivers. Okay. Well, I mean, because I'm, I'm reading, I read articles about this too, uh, since everybody had to work from home, and now you're listening, especially in New York, this is what it was written about. All these, uh, you know, high-rise buildings and, like, law firms with a, a bunch of offices, and it would cost them, like, $20,000 a year per office in their firm to keep lawyers in there, you know. And uh, since the pandemic hit, and they've been sending so many people home, they've actually been saving money because they make them work from home. Uh, they email and send stuff and deliver stuff back and forth to them. And instead of maintaining like 15 offices on a floor, they've downsized and they have like five. And what they do is what you're doing. You got about half the staff come in and they do the same right. thing. They got, okay, on Mondays, these five lawyers are going to come in. Tuesdays, these five lawyers. Because sometimes you just have to do stuff in person. But if, uh, you know, so now they, I mean, in that sense, they're, they're finding themselves saving some money. You guys, uh, well, you, first off, where's your funding come from to, to, uh, to do all these meals and everything else? Well, we get funding from the Old Americans Act, which would be the federal government. We get funding from the state of Louisiana. Jefferson Parish has a millage. We get funding from the millage from the parish of Jefferson. Mm -hmm. And also we get uh, corporate donations and individual donations. And, of course, we write grants and receive money from different uh, foundations. Well, what's it cost to run uh, the Jefferson Parish Council on Aging? I mean, what, what's your, what is your ideal annual budget where you got enough to operate and breathe clearly and uh, you don't have a big old surplus at the end of the year so you don't get any more money type of deal? Well, we can't as a nonprofit. We're not supposed to have a surplus at the end of the year. Uh -huh. we're, we're operating at a budget between five and $6 million, but that's not nearly enough because we have 100,000 seniors in Jefferson Parish who are 60 years or older. And there are a lot of people that need services that we do not have the funds to provide. Like what? Well, of course, uh, the meals. I'll just take a couple yeah. of examples. Well, meals, right now we have 155 people on the waiting list. Uh, we How have, many, wait, uh, wait, how many meals do you provide per week that these 150 people are waiting for? Okay, I mean, we, we provide meals Monday through Friday that we don't provide them on the weekend. And before the pandemic, we were home delivering about 950 meals a day. Mm -hmm. Since the pandemic, the latest number is 1,590 meals are being delivered to homes. Because so many people can't go out because of the pandemic. Well, they can or they don't want to go out, which I understand. You yeah. know, that they're told uh, if you're at risk, limit your uh, your your outings to essentials such mm -hmm. as food, getting food, and going to the doctors. 
So I understand if people do not. I have personal friends who are in their 80s who uh, are staying home as much as possible. Well, I'm 62 and I'm staying home as much as possible. I mean, I don't have an option. I have to go. Or else I'll get cabin fever. Like, I I didn't go to church for a while. I'm an usher at my church. And uh, I didn't go for several months. And finally, I just went, you know what? I miss it. I'm tired of watching it on TV. So I went. And I mean, I, I you know, I mask up pretty good. And, um, you know, I don't, every now and again, I'll escort some lady to her, uh, to her pew if she's a, kind of slow with a cane. But other than that, you know, it's like a fist bump from arm's length and that's it. I stay away from everybody, you know, and so far so well, I good. Sing, I sing in a church choir in Gretna, St. Joseph's Church in Gretna. Mm -hmm. And um, we started singing about three months as soon as they allowed, you know, choirs to go back. And not one of our choir members has tested positive. And we, we sing every Sunday at mm -hmm. 930 minutes, so. Well, y'all split, um, but y'all split apart. I mean, how many seats are there and how far apart do y'all got to get? I mean, well, you can still observe, get some nice harmony at six feet apart. You really can. We do. We, we observe the social distance. And then, of course, a number of people wear the, not the mask, but they wear like the uh, face guard. Yeah, the shield. The yeah. shield, yeah. I'm going to get me one of those. I have one. Actually, uh, my wife, as soon as this thing happened, she got some from Amazon. And uh, they're kind of, they're, they're, they're not the hard kind, you know, they have a string and I've, what I've done is attached it to one of my fedoras. So I just put my hat on and, and I got the thing, although some people don't like that. So I always have a, a mask with me too, but I'm looking at those things that, uh, it's like, it's like glasses and it's got a nose piece and a mouthpiece that goes below and it's clear, you know? So, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about if I can find some of those on, uh, online or at some place, I'm gonna get me some of those, but that all being said, I mean, it, yeah. It causes, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, it fogs up. Yeah. Well, my glasses fog up, you know, I'm, I'm constantly having to adjust my mask because my glasses fog up or else I just take the glasses off and then, you know, don't be surprised if I bump into you. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what other services you guys provide beside the, beside the food? Cause that's like you said, there's a lot of, um, a lot of people 60 and above. Uh, we were talking before I'm a good cook. My wife is an absolute excellent cook, like a gourmand almost. She and Frank Brightson always swap recipes. Uh, so we don't need a meal delivered. But what else kind of thing can you do for somebody who's 62 with diabetes? Well, with diabetes, we, we have some uh, programs on managing, uh, you know, serious illnesses such as diabetes. Those are educational programs. We have programs like uh, Matter of Balance because one of the greatest dangers to a senior is a fall. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, once they fall, they then have to be placed in a long-term care yeah. facility. My next door so, neighbor's daddy fell and broke his hip, you know, so they, luckily happened. it wasn't too bad, but they got him home finally. But yeah, he was in the hospital for two, three weeks. So The only problem is these programs are, are at the senior centers and they're not operating. So we have senior centers. Like I tell you, we have 10. Mm -hmm. We offer everything from bingo to uh, line dancing and all kinds of, uh, of uh, exercise programs because we're dealing with two generations. We're dealing with the generation, the great generation of World War II, mm -hmm. and now we're dealing with the baby boomers. So we have to have a wide variety of, of uh, activities for them to appeal to everyone. Uh, we also have... Um, Home, um, 
cleaning up houses. Um, we oh. go twice, usually twice a month to do light housekeeping to make sure that the seniors are in a healthy environment. We have um, material aids such as Insure, because some people can't eat solid food, so they're living off Insure. Mm. Uh, also adult diapers. Uh, we have legal counseling for them that we have a contract that, you know, it won't do complicated legal things, but it would provide them information on wills and living wills, et cetera. Yeah. And, and the uh, DNR and things like that. Yeah, I got you. Correct. We also have um, uh, daycare, adult daycare, but right now that's not functional because yeah. they're not allowing people into the facility that we normally use for that. Yeah, I, I got mean, they're just there are just so many services. Everybody knows about the Meals on Wheels, but they don't know about all the other services. No, I didn't know about them. I mean, I knew the Meals on Wheels, and I knew you. I knew people would go there from eight thirty to four thirty. You know, every day, like people would, it's, yeah, like you said, daycare. Drop your 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 father, your grandfather, something like that off, and they have a chance to to hang with other people and talk instead of just sitting around and watching bad cable TV. You know, like the old. Uh, game show channel. All right, I'm stepping away for a second. We're talking with Al Robichaud, who is the uh, executive director and CEO of the Jefferson uh, Council on Aging. If you want to find out more about it, jcoa.org is the website. But when no, we get back, net. net? I thought you wanted org. Yeah. No, no, jcoa.net. Oh, that's right. You know what? Just about everything in Jefferson Parish is .net. Somebody must have scooped the com and the org before uh, they got really got hooked up into it. So all right, J-C-O-A, Jefferson Council on Aging.net. And when we get back, right. unfortunately, we're going to talk about some of the ugly things that have happened during the pandemic, uh, namely elder abuse and, and uh, the frustrations with getting the COVID vaccine shot and all that. Al Robichaud on the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ass, back right after this. The last place you want to be today is the emergency room. Who knows what you can pick up after waiting hours to see the doctor? Rapid Urgent Care is the answer. Eight locations in southeast Louisiana. Rapid Urgent Care means rapid relief in minutes, not hours. Doctors on site, major insurance in-network, Medicare and Medicaid too. Rapid COVID tests, x-rays, blood work, strep and flu tests in minutes at Rapid Urgent Care. Telemed visits, even some house calls. Just check in online. They'll text when you're next. The doctor will see you now. Visit rapidurgentcare.com, rapidurgentcare.com. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez le bon temps rouler. Spot here. You know I like to tease attorney Mike Brandner. Go big or go home. Go Mike. Mike's got the big one. And he sings that little song he has to. And Brandner laughs at the joke too because he's got a great sense of humor. He doesn't take himself too seriously. But you know what he does take seriously? His clients. When it comes to fighting in court for the interest of his clients, that's where the laughter stops and the serious work begins. He's not afraid of the insurance company lawyers because he used to be one. And now he's on your side of the aisle. And that's where you want him to be. Get the big result. Go big. Get Mike. 345-1111. And we're back on the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ask with Al Robichaud, the uh, executive director and CEO of the Jefferson Council on Aging. How long you had this gig, Al? How, how many years? Yeah, how long you been doing this? 14 years. Wow. Must be good at it by now. 
Well, I hope so. <laughs> you know. Well, nobody's trying to oust you. You ain't got to worry about some some fifty nine year old whippersnapper coming up there and talking bad behind your back. Um, no, I I have a great board of directors and a great staff, and I attribute my success to them. Well, that's good. That's a, that's always a good thing to have good backup. But again, you wouldn't have good backup if they didn't trust you and and, uh, and appreciate all the effort you put in. Because if I reach seventy four. I am going to be one big ass sitting on no account. I can tell you that today. Because uh, by that time, my kids will be all full grown and all out of school and out of the house. Let's talk about the I'm ugly thing. What, what I'm doing, and I, I love the job, so I have no immediate plans on retirement. Well, I I love, I love, uh, I love, I would love being a Powerball recipient. I'd be, I'd be real good at that, <laughs> Al. I, you know, that's what I said. Boy, what would you do if you won the like, 100 million bucks? The first thing I would buy is anonymity. <laughs> you would not ever recognize me ever again. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It's let's... a nice thing to think about, you know, what we would do. Yeah. Um, what you do. But the bottom line is you don't know what you're going to do until it happens. And I got to tell you right now, though, enough people already know who I am, you know, so I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to go someplace where nobody knows my face, you know, until I can grow a big Santa Claus beard and people won't know it anyway. Well, I'd advise everyone being in this position not to retire early because I've seen, I, I was for 36 years in the Jefferson Parish school system and people who retired after 30 years, they do not seem to be doing as well mm -hmm. uh, because they haven't remained active. So I, I think people should continue working as long as one, they can contribute and as long as they're healthy and enjoying that what they're doing and making a contribution. Well, my contribution would be running crab traps in the morning and flounder gigging at night, you know, <laughs> taking a nap in the middle of the day when it's hot. That would be my contribution, burled crabs and, and flounder. And I'm sure you continue playing uh, you, you along and- um... Oh, Lord, Al, I've done that show for 31 years. I'm, I, I'm pretty much retired from doing Huey. I might do Earl again, because, you know, Huey was Huey was assassinated at 42. Earl died at about 64, 65. I'd have to look that back up again. So, frankly, what I need to do is lose 100 pounds and and then do Earl Long for four or five years. But that's an exhausting you, show. That really is. I don't know if you remembered it. I took my mother to one of your performances in Timberlane uh, about Huey Long, and my mother knew Huey Long very well. Oh. And after, she said she was convinced that you were Huey Long. You <laughs> could pick Huey Long. Well, so that was quite a tribute to you that someone who knew you along said that they saw you along in your performance. Well, that that is flattering. I have to. I did a lot of research. I studied him for a year before I walked on the stage. I mean, I talked to people and I watched videos and everything I could do to to match his voice and match his mannerisms and match the intensity, and then just you know bring the bring the performance on. I did have a good script. So, and a good director. That's that makes a big difference. All right, and so I've let's never get seen you perform Ignatius, you know, from well, the Confederacy at Dunces. Well, he was thirty, so I'm way too old to play that one anymore. You can go oh, see my okay. statue. Go on, go on Canal Street in front of the I old VH Homes, and go see my statue if you want to see that. I've All right, got to get to the got to get to the ugly stuff there, Al. Let's talk about right. elder abuse. Let's talk about um, like we we spoke briefly before we started uh, recording here about, uh, I know three people over 70 who've gotten their first round of vaccinations. 
Um, all three of them are very happy and glad they were able to get in line and do it. One of them told me, though, specifically when he was getting his shot, and I keep reading stories too, these little vials have like, say there's 18 doses in there, but they don't have 18 people lined up. And they'll be like, okay, hey, you'll go into the, into the hallways of the, of the uh, emergency or the, of the hospital and go, hey, you want a shot? Come on, because otherwise I got to throw this away. And I'm reading too many stories about things being thrown away. And I'm also reading stories about people lined up to get the shot and then they run out, but they don't want to just put people on a list. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not in charge of this, but you sign up to get the shot. And if you're the 5,000th person to, to sign up and get the shot, well, you should get the 5,000th dose. And if you show up someplace and they've got 200 doses and you're 205, well, then you got to go home. But the next time they got doses, you're number five. And, I, I, you know, it's not being done that way. And I'm just I'm reading all kinds of uh, letters about frustration and everything else. And uh, I'm just wondering, how's it happening with you guys? Because I know you would be the first person I would call if I was in this kind of boat. Believe it or not, we've got, we haven't got many calls complaining about it. We've gotten calls asking where they can sign up, and we put it on our website, and we put a link also to the Department of Health and Hospitals of Louisiana mm -hmm. so that they could see the latest pharmacies and hospitals that's providing the shot. I had the first vaccine myself, and uh, I went online. I signed up for it. Believe it or not, the very day I signed up, I was able to go get the vaccine. And um, I get the next one next Monday, a week from today. Mm -hmm. So I found it worked. I'm not saying that there, you know, uh, are problems in delivering the vaccines. I'm not sure about that. But as far as the process, it worked very, very smoothly. And I went to Oshnas, and I have to commend them for doing a great job. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad they're doing well. And I'm not hearing this. This is not like a horror story across the board. But I've read too many stories for it to be not happening, you know, not to be not true. And I'm just wondering who's doing it because I haven't signed up yet. You know, I guess I should go do it. But again, I'm waiting right now. It's frontline medical workers and people over 70. And I, I'm not either one of Correct. them. So I'm kind yeah, of waiting uh, for the next I round. Gonna, I think they're going to reduce it to 65 or, or soon uh, if they haven't. But right now, I know that they have people who have signed up that they can't get the, the shot because they don't have the supply on hand. Yeah. So that that's a problem. Um, it's it's just we're not getting a lot of phone calls from people who are expressing frustration that they can't get the shot. Well, I mean, not you're not the person to, you're not the person to line them up, though, are you? I mean, they don't call no. you up to to get a shot anyway. No, I wish they would have done it through the senior centers. It would have been much easier for us to help. We would have been glad to do that, but mm -hmm. of course, you know, it was a decision made by the governor of the state, and he chose uh, pharmacies and hospitals, and I understand that. Because yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm frankly, I am with you. Everybody over 70 who, who would go to these things, it would have been better to go to the senior centers for three reasons. Number one, because they already know where it's at, and they're comfortable in that building. Number two, you go to a pharmacy to get one, you got a bunch of people in there who or buying, you know, sugar-free candy or aspirins or something right. like that. And they don't, you know, that they'd have been better off in a, in a center where all they're there for is to get their shot and go. And then number three, they have, you guys have the ability to segregate a lot of people in one spot. Because I've been to a couple of you play. I know some of them are bigger than others. 
But I mean, you could have you could have said, okay, you 50 people show up between this time and that time. And then, I mean, if you're open from 830 to 430 and they know those those hours and go, okay, you're in the two o'clock group. And it would just it just would have made at least for the seniors, it would have been a a less anxious operation. But then again, nobody asked me. So there you go. Nobody asked me a lot of stuff. They didn't ask us either, and of course, I can understand why they picked hospitals and pharmacies, because after you get the shot, you have to go into a holding area for 15 minutes to make sure that you don't have an adverse reaction. Yeah. And for instance, when I got it at Oshner's, there were people from the hospital who were gone from car. You went, after you got the vaccine, you went in a parking lot, and it was monitored by their staff to make sure that no one had an adverse reaction mm-hmm. to the vaccine. So, I mean, I, I could understand. I, I mean, I'd love it if we could do it, but I could understand why they chose hospitals and pharmacies to do well, it. I still don't. All right. So my last question, because I'm running out of time here, Al, yeah. uh, let's talk about the ugliest thing of all. How how uh, what do you know what kind of numbers there are when it comes to elder abuse? I mean, I'm, I've just I just read an article today about somebody who, I guess, flipped out because they were cooped up and they. Uh, unfortunately beat their octogenarian mother with a dumbbell. Now, fortunately, she's still alive, but she's really bad off. I mean, um, how, what kind of guidance are you giving uh, to family members and, and, uh, and your clients about how they can safely deal with the anxiety and the, and the pressures that come with, with, this, uh, with this lockdown? We give them information on how to report elderly abuse and something that we do, and this is very important, uh, the home delivery of meals is, of course, very important for getting a meal to the seniors, but also the person who delivers the meals is our eyes and ears, and they see what's going on in the house because they have to see a person get the meal, mm-hmm. and they can see if there's the person is well-kept, the person... Wait, you're talking about the person again. You, they need to see the actual person who's receiving the food, not just a family member. Correct. Okay, so in other words, if they have to, if the person's bedridden, they have to come in the house and see them when they deliver the meal. Well, not necessarily, but they have to have some kind of contact with the person to know that they are okay. Okay. I mean, we can't make a person who's bedridden get up and go and receive the meal. Yeah. But uh, we do, believe it or not, we have come across a number of cases where we've made reports to the uh, Louisiana um, for, for uh, abuse uh, to the department that handles that. Yeah. And uh, we also have unfortunately found people deceased uh, on the floor. Um, what, the know, door was just unlocked or something and they just opened the door and went in? Uh, right. Or what happens is that there's no answer. If there's no answer, and they put the food down because we're asking them to have a minimum of contact yeah. with the senior because of COVID. If they put the food down and they don't observe someone picking it up, then we call the family member who is the guardian, not guardian, but the person who's yeah, you contact. To, yeah. this person to see, you better go check on your relative, you know, to make yeah. sure they're okay. And there have been instances where people have been on the floor, have fallen down, and this helps them, uh, you know, that they have this ability to report to us any possibility of abuse. Because abuse comes in many forms. It's not just physical abuse. It's also mental, yeah. financial, you know, where a person is 
taking money out of a person's account. Mm -hmm. There's also abuse that a person can abuse themselves by not taking care of themselves. They're yeah. neglectful. Uh, so that's something else we look for to make sure that the person is capable of taking care of themselves. I got you. All right. Well, I got a hundred. I got a hundred more questions, Al. But what I ain't got is any more time. Uh, so again, this is uh, the Jefferson Parish. Uh, there's 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 some across the state. Basically, every parish has their has their own, and the state has a uh, place to go. But for Jefferson Parish, uh, Al Robichaud is the executive director and CEO, and it's Jefferson Council on Aging JCOA dot net to find out more about it. Yes, sir. And you, they could call us and. Uh, Ask the services, and we'll take it from there. There you go. What's the number? Uh, 888-5880. 888-5880. Kind of rolls off the tongue there, Al. Cool. Okay. Well, all right, man. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you got stuff to do, even though the centers ain't open, but uh, thanks for it, and y'all uh, y'all be safe. Oh, we will. You too. All right. But always a pleasure talking to you and hearing from you. You too, actually. All right. Got to go. Bye now. Spud here for Serentine Comfort Systems. You've heard a lot of hot air out of me before. Well, now I'm talking comfortable, clean, germ-free air with the new iWave air purifier. It knocks down cooties, even COVID, from your home or business. Pathogens, allergens, particles, even smoke and odors. Wave goodbye with the iWave from Serentine. Quick install, no maintenance, 25 bucks a month. Give the gift of healthy air this year. Call Serentine Comfort Systems at 504-833-8831. 833-8831 or go to srscomfort.com. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of parish coffee. So, okay, Al Robichaud, Jefferson Council on Aging. So if you have somebody, I started at 60, I'm 62. Uh, if you can't cook, they'll bring you uh, some vittles, and they'll tell you all those kinds of stuff. So uh, there you go. Uh, jcoa.net is the website to go to. All right, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ask. Tomorrow, we're going to talk with Rob DeVinny, who is the CEO uh, and muckety muck at uh, City Park, and we're going to talk about floats in the oaks and how you can still experience Mardi Gras. So that's tomorrow on the Spudcast podcast. In the meantime, you can find me on Red Circle, on Spotify, on Google Play, and you can find me on Facebook pages. Uh, John McConnell, Spud's friends and fans, and the Big Teasy. And I'm also on uh, Twitter, at SpudGotDat, at SpudGotDat. If you want to send me a message or cuss me out, or if you want to go on a list where I email the uh, SpudCast directly to you, just send your address to thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com, thespudcastpodcast gmail.com. All right? So till tomorrow, y'all, watch out for the crazies, but uh, I'm a gone pecone.